Hello and welcome to Knitting Shop Live, the podcast recorded live and unscripted by your favorite knitting gals. We are your hosts, Brianna, Kathy, and Natalie. And a huge thanks to our listeners for joining us. So today we are going to be chatting about to-do lists. Um, so it's time now to grab your knitting or crochet project, a drink, or go on that walk because we're about to get started. So should we start with what's on our needles today? Yes. Yeah. All right. Natalie, would you like to go first? Sure. So I actually finished something this week, which I'm going to go show you. So it's currently blocking. And I think this is cool. You actually block it on a dinner plate. It is my finished beret. Oh, oh it's so neat. Gosh, it's beautiful. on the standard. Din- this is my dinner plates. And I just have it blocking on there. That so looks so good. I'm very excited for it to dry so I can try it on. So when it came off the needles, it was really tiny. And I was like, oh, no. But then I read the pattern, as one does. And it said, block on a dinner plate don't skip this step. So I did. And I think it's going to be perfect. Nice. I can't wait to see you in that at your wedding. (laughs) I'm going to wear it. I'm going to wear it. I love it. It's beautiful. It is gorgeous. And that is so, that is so cool. The whole dinner plate, like what a perfect blocking tool for that shape. It looks awesome on there. I was very excited when I put it on. I was like, this is so clever and satisfying. So I, I finished that and then this week I actually started the crochet baby cardigan and I'm very excited about it. It looks really good. So I'm going to keep working on that this week. I'm also working on my store and away throw and I might start a Christmas stocking because why not? Okay, for this yeah. Christmas? Yes. Well, no, like for after Christmas. Okay. But yeah, yeah. I have time. Because Christmas is coming. That's what we do, right? Yep. A lot right. of knitting lists still. Oh, yeah. We are we are never knitless, are we? That's like the best part. And the best part is like, as we finish these projects is looking and going, oh, now it's time to start that. There's always something waiting in the wings. So I am right now working on two um, puppets, hand puppets for my neighbors across the street. I'm making them each a puppy dog for Christmas. So... Yeah. And they're just so much fun to knit. They're so whimsical, but I did finish that Christmas stocking that I've been talking about since, I don't know, September, maybe. And it now is hanging and my family across the street, they have all five stockings hanging up. So it's very cool, but actively right now are puppets for the children. Nice. That sounds like fun. fun. So this week I finished I finished three projects. So I I showed you guys my sampler blanket that I finished. All four borders are knit bound off. I just have to weave in the ends, but I also have like three sweaters on my chair that need ends woven into. So they're just stacking up until I'm mentally ready to weave in ends. Um, But I also finished the sheet pillow from our class, which was a lot of fun. Um, I actually, the pattern was written for a lot of like extras like it was the pillow itself that was just like a big bobbly bubble which was so cute and then it was written for like a face ears tails and legs and I actually left the legs off not well a little bit because I thought I was gonna run out of yarn um but mostly because I 
feel like it's a really like squishy pillow and the legs would have got in the way. So I just did the face ears and a little like nubby tail and it is so cute. I'm actually giving it as a gift. So I'm really excited about that. And then I finished the Northwind Cowl. I did all of this yesterday, guys. I, I finished so many projects, but I finished the Northwind Cowl. Now I did do this out of um Feliz in like a marbly color. So the Northwind Cowl is very stitch pattern oriented. So I'm a little disappointed. I can't see all of my hard stitch pattern work as well as I would have liked to, but it's still really beautiful and it fits really well. I'm going to block it a little bit, but it's great. It came out awesome. It looks awesome. Yeah. I, that, that feels great on too, that Feliz. Oh, it's so nice. Feliz is my favorite yarn, I think. It's great to knit with. Nice. Um, but I, I'm still working on the Carolina Promenade. It's not something I can talk and knit though. Um, there's like 75 stitches that you just have to keep your head in it. The rest of it's easy, but once you get back to the 75 stitches, I have to stop. Um, so I'm not knitting right now while we're recording. That's okay. Yeah, so to our topic, to-do lists. I think from last podcast, because we did start talking a little bit about to-do lists last week, um, I think we all make lists, especially to-do lists. Um, but why 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 even use a list? What's what's the what's the big deal about lists? I will start with that. I think that my I'm I'm chaos. I'm just chaos, like in a person. That's just generally how my life goes. So if I don't have a list, I don't have a like a path. Yeah. And I can't stand that. So I think having a list for me is having a plan and making the most of every day and making sure that I'm as productive as I need to be. Yeah. That Nelly, I had that was one of my points too. I have three points. And one of them was definitely focus just to kind of orient everything. And the other reason I like making a list is it's satisfying. It is so satisfying to get it out of your head on a piece of paper. And then as you do it, crossing it off, it is the best. So I find even if I didn't need a list, maybe it was, I need three things from the grocery store, milk, eggs, and bread. I can probably remember that. I will still write it down so that I can cross it off for the satisfaction. Like it's just a great feeling. Definitely. I, I use lists for the satisfaction of crossing things off. And I also, I'm just like a little terrified of forgetting something, especially like grocery lists. Like you think you can remember milk, eggs, and bread, but then you leave the grocery store with just two of those things. And by the time you get home, you remember that you forgot the third while you were there. So lists are great for getting at it getting it out of your head and it's less thought in the long run if you write it down first I'm so glad you said that Brianna because you know you, at different ages here and the memory so a lot of my friends and I right now are having these conversations about what happens to your memory when you turn 65 like you get a Medicare card and you lose your mind it's just crazy <laughs> <laughs> but we uh I, I that was one of the things I wrote down too is just the memory part of it 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 is like because if you said those three things 
uh, and I've done this. Actually, I did this before I had my Medicare card. I did this years ago and it was Christmas time. And I take every Christmas the spinach dip. It's my one thing that I, everybody brings the same thing, which is always fun too. Mine is spinach dip. And I went and I got everything that I thought I needed only to get home and realize that what was missing? The spinach, the spinach, yeah. the mm -hmm. dip. And I literally stood there and thought, can I make it without the spinach? No. <laughs> so, I yeah. did it too, where I'm like, can I get away with this? <laughs> Memory. So you guys are going to laugh because this is just what I do. But um, since Christmas is around the corner this weekend, which will be a week before Christmas, is my Christmas cookie bonanza weekend. So I am making, I plan to make about like, 60 dozen cookies in total um because that's just like what you do on Christmas um I also have a lot of places to to and people to give them to so I'm gonna bake a lot um and I have a lot of cookies that I like to make so I made a list of all of the cookies that I want to bake and then I made a list of all of their ingredients for each cookie and like you know, I, I doubled some batches depending on how many each batch makes. Um, and then from those lists, I made a grocery, like a master grocery list of exactly how much I need of each thing, like the butter, the sugar, the flour, the brown sugar, the baking soda, baking powder, like all of the baking things, plus the specialty items like chocolate chips or raisins, oats, things like that onto a even larger list. So my grocery list for tomorrow is just like nine pounds of butter, you know, 10 bags of flour, five bags of sugar. Like it's massive, but they were on three separate lists to get my grocery oh my list for tomorrow. I love the process of getting there. Oh my gosh. Like I don't, when it yeah. comes to baking, I don't mess around. Like, because if if you get to that last batch of cookies and you don't have enough butter, that that makes me sad because then I can't bake yeah. those cookies because it's very scientific. You can't just like replace something with something else. So got to make sure I have everything I need. I love, I love it. it. Brianna, I, okay. So I'm going to say this. Brianna's the most organized person I've ever met in my life. <laughs> and I can just visualize how this list went down and- I love every second of it. It's on a spreadsheet. That's I know it is. <laughs> There's not a doubt in my mind that that was on a spreadsheet. And Natalie, I'm vision of the, of the visual of this too. So Brianna, we're, we're here. To, we're here. We, we love you. Um, I'm sure that when Brianna was working on this, she had her chapstick in front of her. Line <laughs> up your water bottle. <laughs> I did, and you know what? They're still right in front of me, just as they always are. <laughs> but the other thing especially when it comes to a uh, grocery list is I put my groceries in the order that they are in the store. I know a lot of people don't do that, but it really helps to avoid having to go back to like aisle two when you're at the, the end of the store. But I, I take the time to do that. That way you get to the store. You don't have to think about a single thing. It's just on the list. If you follow the list, you're good. Yeah. I group mine by category, which yeah, is like similar. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't, I just, I just, we have a list on our refrigerator. So it's just kind of like, as we run out of it, it goes up there. And I always end up writing, I write it my own list to take to the store off of the master list on the side of the refrigerator. 
and I just take it off the list in that order. But I, I know it would definitely be a lot better if I did it by aisle and there's no excuse not to do that. So here's a question. A lot of lists involve food. So when you're in the grocery store, do you take a pencil or a pen in there to cross things off? I do. Yeah. Have you ever forgotten your pencil and pen and found yourself buying one in the store so you could do that? <laughs> not buying one, but I have. So because I'm like grouped, I will just fold it down after oh, every single that's a good item idea. all the way down if I don't have my pen. I have resorted to that. That is a great idea. I never thought of that. That is a good idea. I have gone back to the car for my pen. I've never bought a pen though. Have you? I have. I've picked one up, opened up the thing and said, by the way, I bought this. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. It's like opening the it. box of animal crackers for the kids before you get to the checkout. By the way, we bought this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta have the bed. All right. Funny. Um, so we we talked already a little bit about how we make our list, but we've been talking about food. What about some other lists, like um, an actual like to do lists, things like tests? Like how how do you make yours? What's the process? Every day I make lists. I make a roots list and I make a work list, and that's how I start my day. If it's a Monday and I'm going to the grocery store, I make a grocery store list. And it's like my favorite part of my week. I sit down with my coffee and I think about what I want for dinner. And then I check my kitchen and make sure I'm not like buying things I already have, making sure I'm prioritizing recipes that will get things eaten that like are sitting in my fridge. And I love it. I love the satisfaction of being able to like I don't know, see exactly what needs to happen, figuring out like exactly how my day needs to go. And I like putting it on paper. I'm a paper person. Yeah. And my mom is not, she'll always be like, well, why isn't this like on your calendar and your phone? And I just, I can't, I need everything written out in front of me because mm-hmm. I remember writing it. That's how I remember things. I remember the physical act of writing it down. Yeah. yeah that's definitely a part of that process. And again, if I didn't have it on paper, how would I cross it off with my, <clears throat> my pencil or pen? So, um, okay. So mine is on paper too. And since I retired, my, my list used to be a lot like yours too, Natalie, where I sort of have the, the finally list and then the, the finally list and the Finley list. Tell me that's not good. <laughs> finally, Finley and food. Um, and sort of like on the same paper, but kind of in columns, but now that I'm retired, did I mention that yet? Uh, <laughs> life is just like one big big ball. So I write everything down. And then to the left-hand side of it, I put the day of the week by, by letter. So it's M is Monday, T is Tuesday, W and then every day. So that's my master list. That's kind of like the week at a glance on my notebook piece of paper. And then I take a separate paper every day and I create that for the day. And I, um, you know, I take all the M's cause it's Monday and I put them on my to-do list for today. And then I get the satisfaction of crossing them off on my daily list and crumpling that paper up at the end of the day and throwing it in the trash. Mm-hmm. And then I have my master week list and I get the satisfaction of crossing off all the M's. That's mm-hmm. what I do. I like that. I usually like Monday mornings, I'll make a list of to-dos for the week. And it's mostly like, 
the things I need to do throughout the day, including work. I put like eight to four thirty work on my list Monday through Friday. Not that like I'll forget, but it kind of shows like this chunk of time is blocked off. Like I have to be at work. I can't really do anything else. Um, so then after that 4.30 time, I prioritize the rest of the day of other things I need to do. Most days are like work, come home, walk the dog, do a workout, get a shower, teach class, or like, you know, I'll have a mini list in the evening to do things for roots knitting. I'll have a different mini list of like chores I need to do at home or like Tuesday's my grocery shopping night. So the whole night's blocked out for groceries and cooking. Um, and then, you know, it goes on from there. Um, and it is very satisfying. I, I usually do like Monday through Sunday on one paper. And then I, I cross off everything as I do it or like I'll get home if it's been a busy day at the end of the day I'll cross everything off at the same time and be like whoo we're done um but it, it is very exciting to cross that last thing off on Sunday um because I even put our Sunday morning breakfast on my to-do list too. I love it <laughs> but I, I cross that off and then I just like fold the paper tear it and put it in the trash and that week is over we're good <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly it. And that weekly list that you kind of work out of, it, like when you look at it, and I do Monday through Sunday also, Brianna, that's my week flow too. And again, by Sunday, when you look at all the things that you've crossed off, I think that's why I like having a weekly list that I break out into a daily list. It's it's even more exciting than the paper I crumple up at the end of every night. You go, there's another, just like you said, there's another week. There we go. Yeah. And it's cool. Very cool. Awesome. So where do you guys carry your list? Where do you keep them? You're not going to like this answer. Uh -oh. I'm just going to throw it out there. I have a list in my work notebook for work. I have a list in my roots notebook for roots. I have my list on my fridge for the groceries. They're all over the place. I never finish one. <laughs> like my work list might be my work for the entire week and I'll cross off whatever I can that day. But then on the next day, I can use my list from the previous day to make this day's list. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the task gets put on that list for like a month before I actually get around to it. But like, I just like to know all of the possible things that I could be doing so that I have like a cue for myself just on the off chance that I might have a minute. Yeah. Take care of something, you know. I, I um, like that. And we've talked about this before, I think Natalie and I, about like, sometimes something is on the list for a while because the mood's not right. So yeah. it stays on the list, but it's something that you see every day or every couple of days and then decide, okay, the mood's right today. Let me do this. Or like, I actually have this much free time to do this. Let me do it. Yeah. And I think too, it goes into, you know, I don't ever want to do something halfway. Like I don't want to do something when my heart's not a hundred percent in it and my mind's not a hundred percent ready for it because it's not going to be my best work mm -hmm. and it's not worth my time to give it anything less than my best. And yeah. that's just not going to happen every day, you know? That's info. No. Yeah. So I, I do transfer everything. And I think it's good because if something's really pressing or like if there is a deadline coming up that I need to like really get my head into, I'm writing it down every day and I'm reminding myself, this mm -hmm. is, you need to take care of this. This needs to happen so that when the time is right, I actually think of it. 
So now that you've like got two thoughts running in my head right now with exactly what you were just saying. So my weekly list, you know, I assign each activity, you know, the day of the week. And there's some that don't have any uh, day of the week assigned to them. Like so this week, my unassigned task, and there could be two or three of them because they're not critical to this week, but I might want to do them. So this week it is cleaning. Cleaning is the most unassigned task on my to-do list. It's kind of like, well, if I have time, I'll get to that. But um, I do like to, you know, this is going back to the start of our conversation. Another reason making a list, I, I love it and it works for me is that I feel like I'm never wasting, I might be wasting time making the list because I love making lists, but I'm never wasting time thinking about what should I do? I can always look at that list and go, oh, I've got something to do. Whereas I think if I like kind of sat down and said, Oh, let's think about what to do. I, I could sit and think for a while. And I, so that list really keeps you getting things done. It's a motivator. Yeah, that's a good point because I have made like a to-do list for the day at work and everything like for some reason just was not working out. Like for some reason I couldn't do this big project at work. And then I found myself with like no plan so that time is now wasted where if I had thought of a couple of things like a plan b option or just like things to you know pass the time that are productive that time would have been productive so I mean it's, it's good to have extras on your list as long as it doesn't feel like it's overwhelming to you a few yeah. extra the list it just kind of reminds you of yeah I did want to do that let me just think about that so so where do I carry mine are you ready so my my master weekly list sits right on top of my calendar I go I'm still a paper calendar girl too and um so I look at it every day I look at it every morning but my active list for the day is in my pocket at all times um and I'm just, although I have to say, I left my list downstairs and usually it is right in my pocket. So it's either in my yoga pant pocket or it's in my back pocket. It is in my pocket. Um, so I can pull it out at any time and go, oh yeah, that's right. I need to do that. That's where it is. Yeah. M most of my lists for to-dos, um, the one I, I have throughout the day is always in my lunchbox. I I write it Monday morning, pop it in my lunchbox, and then I have it with me throughout the work week. Um, and then when I get home, I usually take it out of my lunchbox because of like nighttime to do's. Um, and it usually just like is in my hand all night long or like I'll put it in my notebook if I'm going to be doing work. So when I get something done, I can cross it off and move on to the next thing. Um, but I do have quite a few lists in my phone also um the big one especially because I have a big grocery list coming up is is in the phone um John and I actually have a calendar where we can see each other's schedule um and we can like share a schedule as well but we can share our list so like if he's in the kitchen and like runs out of something he can put the thing that he used the last bit of on the grocery list and I'll see it because I do the shopping. Um, but I'm not always like looking for maybe some of the things that he eats. Like I don't, I don't check to see if anything's run out. I just, you know, as we use the less of it, we add it to the list. Um, but I also have like other random to-do lists on my phone too. Um, just like, you know, my next to-do on my, my list on my phone is request 
days off for the year 2023 and I have a list of dates that I need to request off of work for or like I have a list of weekly meals that I may or may not ever make but I have them there if I ever want to go and look at them I have have a, a mishmash of where my lists go I have that list on the side of my refrigerator though. And I look at that so often now because it is so easy to get into a cooking rut and go, oh my goodness, now what am I going to cook? And that list like you've got in your phone and I've got on the side of the refrigerator, it really does go, oh yeah, that's right. We haven't had that for a while or yeah, that's a good one. You know, you guys, so men of my generation don't use technology like the men of your generation do. So that's pretty cool, though, that your electronic um, list yeah. can be used by both of you. Oh, oh it's great. We have a guest at our podcast. We're recording. Hi. Like, Hi. Merry oh, Christmas, hello. everyone. Hi, Ed. Hi, Wheezy. Yeah. How's everyone? Good. Oh, we're dandy. We're much better now that we're talking about list making. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. so you're you're on you're being recorded right now hon oh well <laughs> and right, well have a good holiday girls you too ed right bye now you too wheezy <laughs> oh, <laughs> you. You you're calling her name <laughs> all right yeah that's really cool though and do do Chris and John both kind of work like that too. Will they go to your list? I see. I can't, I can't operate that way. So I think I'm the problem because I think Chris (laughs) could operate that way, but like the only way I can process the information, like we have a paper calendar too, Kathy. If he doesn't text me and tell me what he needs me to add to the calendar, it doesn't like I need to write it down or else I won't remember. Mm -hmm. So I don't really look at the calendar all that much, but I do have like, I don't know. It's, I don't have the best memory, but for whatever reason, if I've written something down, I can tell you exactly where. Yeah. So writing it down on the calendar, I will remember your birthday. Writing it down on the calendar, I will remember that Chris is curling, you know. But otherwise, I don't know where you are. (laughs) Okay. So speaking of lists, I have a birthday list now. I I feel like this is really getting old lady. But I was finding that putting the birthdays, because I'm with you now, like the paper calendar, putting the birthdays right on the actual birth date, you know, like the on the day of the calendar, I wasn't like looking ahead to go, oh yeah, when you're out, be sure to pick up a card or whatever it is you want to do. So I actually on my calendar, Natalie, if you want to use this, and I didn't bring my calendar upstairs, there's a little sidebar there. And I write all the birth dates of that month on the sidebar. So I can quickly glance at it and know that. So I even have birthday list. That's a good idea. Yes. I love that. And I don't, I don't have a birthday list. So I'm definitely going to try that. I do have a gift list. I keep a gift list. That's the one list I do keep on my phone. As I see things throughout the year, or if I buy things because I'm like, oh, this is perfect for this person throughout the year, I keep a list so that come gift time, I know exactly what I need to do because it stresses me out Yeah, to be under the crunch for gifts. That's that's a very good idea. That's because I always thought if I buy things in advance, I'll forget that I have it or who I bought bought it for or you because at that moment it was like, yeah, this is great. Or where was that gift that I want to go back and get on the that's a great place. Got to start doing that. Okay. We all have new ideas and more lists for the new year, right? <laughs> um, well, it sounds like we have a lot of lists all day, every day between the three of us. Um, 
a gift list included, especially around Christmas. And it sounds like we look at lists a lot of times. Like I- I'm constantly checking mine, even though I know what's on it because I wrote it. But I-, I need to see if like anything else magically appeared or maybe disappeared. <laughs> yeah. um, is there anything else we wanna we want to touch on about lists? It's important to have lists, especially like in anything, like grocery lists are obviously like a general one, but um, goal lists for the year or even like the week, weekly goals, um, those are all good things. I know in a previous podcast, we talked about like uh, setting intention that we you could put those things into a list. Um, is there anything else you guys want to add? Yeah, I would just say to all of our listeners, I think they can hear us how much we're raving about lists. And if you're not doing lists, start making them and you know, get those pencils going. It's so satisfying. If anybody's listening, send us, in, well, of course people are listening. Um, of course we have listeners. Send us an email and tell us about your list. We'd love to hear about your list. Yeah, we want new ideas too. Yeah, mm-hmm. who knew? There are new list ideas out there, gifts birthdays there's all sorts of ideas so love it all right well um before we head out tonight does anybody want to plug a favorite podcast this week I don't have a podcast but we've been watching Ted Lasso which I'm so late to the game on Ted Lasso I didn't know what I expected it is incredible I love it we're not that much further ahead of you to the game we were very late to the game too and ed watched it all and i'm starting to watch it too and we're actually in season two now took me a while to get hooked but it is really fun it's phenomenal yeah it's great it really is right there with you i've never heard this is this a show it's on apple tv it's a show with jason sudeikis and he is a football coach from like kansas and goes over to England to coach a Premier League soccer team. I hope I said all of that correctly. I don't know if I did. And it's like, oh my God, it's funny, but it's like the most heartwarming thing. It's so uplifting. But at the same time, it's one of those shows like that you just you keep hitting next episode on. And Chris and I have been watching it like all weekends. I'm totally hooked. The character development is great too. Each one of the characters is just heartwarming. Heartwarming is the word. It's heartwarming. Yeah, yeah. it's great. I haven't felt this good about a show since I watched Gilmore Girls for the first time to draw yeah. parallels. Yeah. It's right there with Gilmore Girls. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. Any other shout outs for this week, podcast or otherwise? Yeah, I don't have anything new. Um, well, what about what's for dinner? I just pulled a chicken pot pie out of the oven. I made my pie crust from scratch because they were $6 at the grocery store and I refused. Yeah. So they were a little, I just didn't put them in the fridge, I think, for as long as I usually do. But they were a little soft, so I'm a little nervous about how they turned out. But it looked good when I pulled it out, so I don't know. We'll see. Nice. Pie, pie. even if that crust is it's not what you expected to be is always delicious somehow it always works okay so for ours we had meatloaf tonight and mm-hmm. uh fried rice so and I made the fried rice too yeah and I used a new meatloaf recipe the ingredients are really quirky vinegar brown sugar and garlic 
Hmm. I'm just going to say it was really tasty. So yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Well, you, I had leftover pizza and a cookie. (laughs) Sounds amazing. I mean, it was better than nothing from last week because honestly, I, we got off the podcast and I ate like cheese and crackers and then went to bed last week. So leftover pizza is fine, I guess. We'll have more food later this week. Mondays are rough for us here. (laughs) I feel like it's hard because that's like your last day before you go grocery shopping. Yeah. Like we had leftovers last night. Yeah. We eat everything in the fridge before Tuesday. Yeah. 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 Isn't it amazing how much your refrigerator refrigerator transforms from the day you come home from the grocery store to the day before you have to go to the grocery store and you're just like, oh gosh, it was filled and now there's nothing. Yeah. (laughs) We cook it, we eat it. Yes. Well, um, make sure that you guys reach out and let us know about your to-do list and, you know, give us some inspiration too. Um, But we'd love to hear from you and, and invite you to join us as a guest on our show. It's no work at all. You just have to say yes and show up and have a good time with us. Um, please email Kathy or, you know, any of us. The Our information is in the show notes. Um, and if you like our show, please review our show so more people can find us. But hopefully you've finished your project or your, you know, your knitting or crochet for the night, that drink or that walk, because it's time for us to bind off. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.